Alrighty, let's talk about confusion and pain. Ugh. So I'm going to pick on something. A buddy of mine just sent me a guy to look at. And the first thing I see is real shadow work is painful. I don't know why anyone would do that. I honest to God don't know why anyone would do that. You know, it's like... Here's what I notice. Real transformational work is transformational. And I notice the only thing you really need to do, and we explore this in all the programs, is stretch beyond your old shape. You see, most people get bent out of shape. They passively get bent out of shape. Their reactions to the world. At least that's what they assert they are. They imagine they are, so that's what they become. Reactions to the world. At least that's how it seems. And here's what I notice. You didn't come here to be a reaction to the world. You came here to lead. Remember, consciousness is the only reality. Awareness of being is God. What are you conscious of? You're conscious of what leads sometimes. And what follows almost all the time. You're aware of that. But what leads always leads. <laughs> and you're sometimes aware of, sometimes conscious of what you're imagining. As a coach, God, I very rarely do phone calls. You guys know this. We've got group calls that we do, like with remarkable we got one of them today with the remarkable group we've got them in dreamdrivenday.com the doors are open see i find the group calls fun because we can really explore with you know the average number of people on a group calls 20 to 30 we can explore fast fun it gets processed in a more like lively way than most one-on-one -on -one people try to make it too serious and i I have to work hard at helping them lighten up and just have a chat. Because you didn't learn a language by being serious. You didn't learn how to walk by being serious. You learned how to talk by jibber-jabbering. You had conversations with yourself and other people. And at first they were a stretch. <laughs> I think you said, Dad... And then they became more and more like stretching. Why is that? What does that mean? Tell me more, Dad. I want you to stretch. I want you to soar. <laughs> I really want you in Dream Driven Day. We still have some seats left. We're going to start doing the big campaign soon. <laughs> but we're doing a slow rollout because some people take a few little days or a week or two to get some money together to make a decision. Mostly it's to make a decision. See, I want you to stretch. Here's one way to stretch. Ready? <laughs> First of all, don't do real shadow work because it's painful. Please don't do real shadow work. I have, oh God, that just, that just does my head right in. And to my buddy that's into that, sorry. <laughs> There's a lot easier ways. By the way, Ben there, I used to be into painful. I had some mentors that were really into painful. You want to talk about painful? Some of the old Native Americans I worked with were really into pain. <laughs> Meanwhile, we could skip all that. Because here's the deal, guys. Ready? 
You can stretch. You can stretch. You can stretch. You see, stretching involves getting out of your brain, getting out of your mind. When I ask questions like, if you doubled your income and worked half the time, how would you buy peanut butter differently? How would you buy petrol differently? Would you pay cash? <laughs> would you pay by card? See, some people pay cash because that, that's how I keep track of all my stuff. When I'm out of cash, I stop buying things. Other people pay by card because they don't have any cash. They've been out of things for a long time. Some people that spend more time like I do in the grocery store making friends. See, I don't have to rush to work. And I don't have to buy the cheap peanut butter either. I can buy the peanut butter I, I enjoy. I was at the Aldi's yesterday and this fellow I know picked up the wrong peanut butter. And I said, why are you buying that? He goes, it's 20 cents cheaper. I just shook my head. And I said, and how are you going to enjoy it? He goes, it's all right. It's all right. You see, that's to me, is called getting bent out of shape by price. 20 cents you think that's going to matter over 20 days? That's a penny a day. If he eats that peanut butter over three weeks, I ask, it. I ask these questions. How long will that last you? Three weeks. That's a penny a day. Get the good shit. Get the stuff you'd enjoy. Not that sound, right? How's your day going? I know, right? Mm, could be worse. Don't do that. You see what bends me out of shape? Can you tell how bent out of shape I really get? <laughs> what bends me out of shape is this. People don't bother stretching. Stretching feels good. Mm. I think about the puppies. I think about, I used to have cats. I had 11 cats and 12 litter pans. See, for a lot of people, that's a stretch, but my ex and I, we had five, I think it was, and then a mama had, we took a mama in who had babies, and we kept the mama and the babies. We were originally going to give them all away, and suddenly we've got twice as many cats, so we need twice as many litter pans plus one. You see, that's the rule. If you always go, right, how can I stretch just a little bit more? You see, it's one thing to have the concept of stop trading time for dollars. I bring that up a lot. It's another thing to notice, right, what if I doubled my income and worked half the time? If you explore how that felt, you might get the ideas, the inspirations that have you double your income and work half the time. Trust me, I can pretty much guarantee you're not going to go to your boss and say, hey, I want you to double my income so I can work half the time here. <sighs> Salvation is not rational. <laughs> Creating wealth isn't rational either, I know. People can rationalize all kinds of bits. Like if I save $10 every day from the time I was 10 years old to the time I was 55, I wouldn't have to make podcasts. Well, you know, if I save $10 a day since the time I was 10... I'd probably be in a mental hospital. Because imagine being a 10-year-old trying to save $10 and $10 and $10 like every day for every day of your life. And then you screw up and you get bent out of shape and you realize your dreams are going to crash down. And that's how most people imagine their lives. They imagine consequence. Neville Goddard taught to imagine what implies your wish is fulfilled. So let's tie it in with Joseph Goddard real quick. And invite you back to dreamdrivenday.com. If you've done it once, do it again. You've noticed people like Anya, Jen, quite a few others have done it many, many times, Grant Monk. Meanwhile, I wonder why they do it many times. I wonder why they share so many cool stories. Meanwhile, I don't want you to do shadow work. Real shadow work is painful. Oh, fuck me, man. 
I want you to do, I want you to stretch like the cat, like the dog, like a child. Ah, oh, feels so good. Mm, get the old bones moving. Mm. See what it's all about and what most people miss. It's not about the money, it's about the movement. I have a million dollars, I have a million dollars. I hear that one all the time. I love when people tell you, they send me an email. It's from multimillionaire at gmail.com. I say, right, multimillionaire at gmail.com. Okay. And their question is always about money. <laughs> but I want you to get way beyond that by stretching. I want you to get way beyond that by soaring. I want you to play. And I want you to do this today. I want you to explore, don't answer. I want you to explore, how would I feel if I saw the world from the state of my wish fulfilled? And let me tell you what that's like. Two years ago, we started hiring people to help Victoria in the garden. In other words, we started scaling up in some really cool ways. And I didn't have the time or the inclination so we started hiring people. And here's what happens. I lay here right now. I actually sit here right now. And I look out at the one flower bed. And I go, right, how would I see the world? How would I feel if I saw the world from the state of my wish fulfilled? Ready? How would I feel if I saw the world from the state of my wish fulfilled? And I see this flower bed and I realize, oh, it needs these couple things done to it soon because we're heading into hot, hot, hot summertime. And since I feel like I would, right? How would I feel if I saw the world from the state of my wish fulfilled? If I saw that as work I had to do, I'd be focused on sacrifice. Sacrificing what I love doing, which is like making the podcast and so on. But instead I go, cool, which guy do we give that job to? See, how would I feel if I saw the world from the state of my wish fulfilled? What thoughts and what thinking would arise from that? That's what I want you to notice. Your reactions create your reality, Neville says. Your reactions reveal the state that you're in. You get that uh, the state that I'm in creates wealth, not only for us, but for the people we employ. Not only for us, but for people like you. And one more, it creates a lot of wealth if you do that, Joseph Goddard. Before I get out of bed, five to 10, six to 12, specific events of today, I've already imagined having gone my way. Like this podcast, like today's group call, like people signing up for dreamdrivenday.com, like the emails I answer, what would imply all these things? I've already imagined those up. Can you hear it in my voice? That's called stretching into the state of your wish fulfilled. That's called stretching to the point where you leave behind the hopeful. If you're done with that, join us. DreamDrivenDay.com. See ya.